0: Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Greetings, comrades. This is the extra episode I promised on the last one. Last of my own episodes. If you haven't listened to that one yet go and check out our episode 15 about the Soviet childhood first. Also, if you already listened to the Lesser Bonaparts, feel free to ignore this, as you've probably heard this episode already. Now, this one is the Lesser Episodes slash the Eastern Border special episode, where I get welcome to the LB podcast crew, and we answer listener questions and things like that. It's also silly, much more silly than what we do here. I'm posting this because I would really like if the Eastern Border audience would check out that show too, especially since I'm one of the hosts there now. Daniel Doherty left and will be missed, and I love that history humor show a lot, so I was extremely happy when I was invited to participate in that project as well. So, I'm just there. It's a history humor show, so more funny and less serious than what we do here. But well-researched and definitely enjoyable, and I tried to put my own Soviet perspective on things there. It's about a lot of different subjects, but I'll do my best. Eastern border is not going to suffer because of this, it's just that you now have an opportunity to actually hear me more. So, give it a try, and you can hear me on that show every week. Maybe you'll enjoy a more humoristic approach to history in general. Eastern border is going to continue the way it is, but Lesser Bonaparte is another nice way to get your dose of historical humor. And why that shows weekly and this one is not? Well, this one has only me as a host, so it takes a bit more time to script things out, tell the things the way I want them to be told, and also I have to translate every single source from either Latvian or Russian to English so I really can't do things the way I wanted them to do, even if in perfect perfect circumstances. But less Verbonne Parts is that we have multiple hosts and it's easier to just talk with someone, and so it's easier for me and it's not messing up things. Oh, and also, while you're listening to this one, please don't forget about the listener survey posted on my site, theeasternborder.lv. It's really important to us that you complete that. And Patreon subscribers, don't worry. This, as all extra episodes, is completely free. As I'd love more lesser Bonaparte listeners listening to this show, I would also be happy if you'd listen to that one. But I warn you, it is way more humoristic than mine, which some of you might not enjoy, and it's also notable audible union, because this one is. And this exact episode that I'm posting from that show, which is one of my first ones, is all about getting to know the hosts one, where we chat about life and answer listener questions. I have put some Soviet stuff unheard in this show and this episode for you, though, so that everyone everyone would be happy. (laughs) Well, okay, I've given you enough warnings, but yeah, feel free to skip this if you're not interested, this isn't narrative, but, you know, do give Lesser Bonaparte a try. I mean, I'm working there now as well, and it must be awesome, right? (laughs) Oh no! Next the Eastern Border is coming in the fifteenth of June. If you and if you haven't listened to the childhood episode yet, the episode fifteen, Childhood, was not for children. Please do that first before this episode, because this is this is not the second episode of May. This is just here so that you would maybe learn something more about me. Maybe you would learn about the show, and I don't know. We must show the boners that comrades are stronger, because well, obviously. <laughs> Anyway, enough of my mumbling, enjoy the show, or feel free to skip it. But I would really give you a pro-tip advice that, uh, give that a try. I'll be there, I'll be here. So, до свидания, товарищи, and enjoy the show.
1: Hello, welcome to the Lesser Bonaparte's The History Podcast. It's getting a little awkward because, uh, both... Uh, Anna and I asked Kristoff to the prom, and um, and uh, he, he he didn't really choose who who he wanted his date to be yet. So I don't know.
2: Greetings, comrades! What is this <laughs> prom you speak about?
1: <laughs> we did so this is kind of like, this is kind of our new fishy of Well, I guess we'll introduce. Um, we are the Los Bonaparts. I'm Glenn. Uh, with me, as always, is Chris.
2: Greetings, comrades!
1: I uh, yes, and uh, and we have Anna Lauda here with us.
0: Uh, still no catchphrase, but hi. Well, uh, oh, uh, no, no, no. I had Senorita. one. I had one. Oh, hey, grenades. Yeah.
1: Yay. Oh, hey, grenades. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Senorita Masfina and Lauda tonight, um, because she is um, decked out in her prom finery. She is the prom queen of. Uh, yeah, she is, I'm, uh, I'm wearing my, home, my but-
0: fancy tiara.
1: She's got tiara. She's got her hair and makeup done. She's wearing a ball gown. She yeah. really dressed up. Uh, Christoph has his suit on, and um, I'm wearing a vampire cape. Um, that's because <laughs> that's because it's prom night here at the Lesser Bonapartes. Um This is part one of our two part. It was it's a celebration so big that we couldn't contain it within one episode. Um, As you know, um, if you're a new listener or uh, an old-school listener, um, the show's undergone a lot of changes. But one thing that is not changing is this episode here marks our 100th episode and our two-year anniversary. So uh, how about that? Um, I don't know how everybody feels about this because everybody I'm talking to right now has been an official member of the show for about a week or two. But (laughs) but you guys have at least been fans, and Anna has been on the show Anna, 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 how do you feel? You're actually the the uh, second most senior of the show now, yeah. behind me. Uh, practically. Yeah.
0: Also, um, I I'm like the ambudsfrau, so I think I speak for the people. I see myself a, as a listener. Um ah. but I don't. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to point out that uh, some people don't know how we do this. I think it's the right time to pull the curtain back a little bit. Uh, we're all on Skype in three different countries, and still we dressed up for the occasion. So I don't know. I don't know what what you want to make of it, uh, dear listeners. But this is who we are.
2: This show makes me drink beer at six a.m. in the morning. <laughs>
1: Well, that's 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 an ideal time, man. It's it's um, Well, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, there's like wheat in beer and everything, so it's kind of like liquid toast if you really think about it. Um,
0: well, until the so, 17th century, no, I'm sorry, the 18th century, beer was a perfectly acceptable breakfast.
1: Well, <laughs> it well, yeah. is my breakfast at this moment. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the show. And um, why are we calling it the Boner Prom? Well, um, uh, dear listener, if you are a regular listener of a show, you know about our producer... Extraordinaire Andrew, and he is at his senior prom tonight. We'll be posting some pictures. We've had some live updates from Andrew's prom. He is, um, what's it, about 1110 right now, so hopefully he's somewhere, um, being deflowered. (laughs) Um, on his prom night, oh,
0: Glenn. <laughs> what's the one thing I said I didn't want to hear
1: about? I, I, I know, I know. I just I'm doing that for Anna because Anna hates it. Even though Andrew is 18 and we we can't talk about him, yeah. that. Anna hates hearing about King Bro Baby, as we call <laughs> him now, um, about his his sexual life. But, um, <laughs> but wait a minute, okay. Andrew is
2: not in his room
1: something's wrong here oh uh, andrew yeah andrew was supposed to go to his room so um so and remember, maybe that's, that's maybe he's Andrew's drinking
0: name. illegal alcohol like someone like brought in or spiked the punch or whatever uh, also it should be known oh, yeah. that both kristaps and me have never been to a prom we don't know what we're talking about except for movies like mean girls so we're just um assuming a lot of things
1: I actually went to prom. I went to my senior prom. Um, I danced the night away to the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears um, and Christina Aguilera's "Genie in a Bottle because, hey, I was in high school in the 90s, folks. So that's what they played at the prom. It's not like, you know, they were going to play cool music. But um, I, I did have a date. Um, so, uh, Valentina, if you're out there, hello. Here I am on my worldwide successful podcast. Uh, you never call me back for a second date, Valentina. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is this is a silly show. We're taking a victory lap for the next couple of weeks. So if you don't want to listen, I don't blame you. Go listen to lore or I don't know stuff you missed in history class. I'm sure they're talking about something really boring this week. Um, so um, he's oh, wait, talking wait, about wait
2: wait 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 wait. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Uh, Greetings comrades, Uh, and I'm speaking to the Eastern Border listeners right now, as this is uh, going to be up at that as well. Why is this posted as an extra episode? Because so that you can see that I'm not sitting on my ass and not doing anything for this. And I hope that you guys meet Glenn and Anna and join our nice community of boner slash comrade union.
1: Uh, So um, yeah. yeah, we're silly here we're uniting the countries like they never did because we are an international show right now what, what did we decide was it was it like 10 languages now the show speaks officially um, um yeah because,
0: because you and Andrew do like one and a half both of you and then Christophs and me do the least four each yeah
1: there you so. go I can speak English, and I know all the swear words in Spanish. So I guess that's I kind really of
0: something. That... Really? Do you want to give me a show? No, don't do not do that.
1: <laughs> no, let's not do that, because yeah. I only know the really bad ones that are going to be too offensive for even our show. Um, but, um... um oh, yeah. so... Wait, wait. Um,
2: there's a thing which I promised to do, uh, by the way. <clears throat> As this is prom, and I kind of read about this, um, what I want to say is that old Soviet man is going to give you advice for picking college. I promised this to some friends out there. Um, This can be edited out technically, but I wouldn't recommend it. So it turns out that a lot of Americans apparently don't know that studying in Europe is way cheaper. So the correct way of picking a university is just you print out a map of European Union, you put it on your wall, you close your eyes, you take a dart, and then you just blindly throw it at the wall. And whichever place it lands, you should go to study there, because it'll be much cheaper than the U.S. You'll get the chance to learn the second language, and uh, we're at least trying to prove that we're educational here. Life advice, anyone?
1: <laughs>
2: no, seriously, consider this one. Yes, we're trying to. I earned to raise... my master's without paying anything. Yes,
1: we are trying to raise money for Andrew's college fund. We're thinking about putting out his fireman calendar next year we were talking about um, to try to raise some funds.
0: Yeah, if if you want a little taste of that, uh, you can watch. I mean, you can log on to Facebook and see the prom photos. That's what you're getting if you buy the the calendar.
1: So there you go. Yes, we are going to to be uh, posting uh, Andrew's prom photos on our Facebook page. Um, That's why it is Boner Prom here. The two-year anniversary. We're going to answer some of your questions. We're going to talk about some of our favorite moments from the last two years. If you're waiting for Daniel's official farewell party, that is going to be next week, if you're listening to this on the day of release. He is currently traveling abroad. Um, But So we're going to kind of look toward the future on this one, and we're going to say goodbye to the past on the next one with Daniel's official roast and goodbye. And then we are going to give him his Viking funeral, um, we're going to, uh, burn him on a pyre and float him down the river. So until, until then we are going to begin by answering some of your questions that you have sent in. And this, these will be relevant to everybody. Uh, some of these anyway, um, some of these I'll say for Daniel, they're too they're a little Daniel centric, but I will share some of this. So, um, us, the, the new boners here can answer some of them and we'll just go round Robin here, um, We'll start with Christops, go to Anna, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll finish off here. We'll start with our first question. This is an email from listener Matthew. And um, listener Matthew asks One, what commonly accepted fact about ancient Rome is the least believable to you? Ancient Rome encompassing anything from the kingdom to Constantine. So, Christops, what fact about ancient Rome? is least believable to you. Wow. Should have prepared. (laughs) Um, Well, this is how we do these. Especially... especially No, I I just bring them (laughs) on you. This is how we do these, man.
2: Okay. uh, Wait, I'm going to have to think. Awkward silence. Um, (laughs) You
0: want me to go? mm I actually
2: actually liked the fact that the actually really least believable one is the fact that they cut out of the Gladiator movie like all these advertisements for sponsors for Gladiators. Like you would see major olive oil, Julius's olive oil supports this Gladiator here. That they had a huge advertisement industry, which actually ran with with writings on the walls and everything. Uh, I find that to be quite surprising and quite unbelievable. But it's true. They really did run ads in the sense that they were writing their own commercials on, on the walls of things and that people sponsored the gladiators. Um, and okay. what is um, your... Word?
0: So, I'm, I'm very gullible. So, whenever you tell me anything, I sort of uh, believe it. So, I always believed this thing that uh, the Romans had so many orgies and the vomitorium was to throw, to go and throw up. And they all turned out to be blatant lies. But uh, what I sort of hate is the way we look at romance, Uh, like uh, when this is part of like my bigger rant about how history is uh, thought of. But whenever we think of romance, we think of this very rational people and they're they're like us and they have the exact same values as we do. They only wear like funny dresses and togas. And no, they were superstitious. They believed in fate, in so many gods. I mean, centaurs uh, were real to them. So, I don't know, I think this is... So, I was... Uh, last year, I was learning a lot about the Aztecs. This is how I, I managed to, uh, like, shoehorn my way into the show. And the more I, like, the more I thought about the how the Aztecs saw, saw the world, they were very they really did believe that if they didn't feed the sun, it wouldn't rise again. And I think that is closer to how the Romans thought, at least in some aspects of their world and their religion. They were not as rational as we want them to be because they were not us. And this is like my biggest um, bone to pick with with the way we think of the Romans. Other than that, uh, whatever lies you tell me, I'll probably believe them because, I don't know, I just like, I want to believe <laughs>
1: Uh, um, I, I, guess oh, yeah. I just I Go just ahead, wanted Chris.
2: to explain to people who didn't know that uh, vomitorium has nothing to do with vomiting. It's just the pathway to the entry to the Colosseum, where the gladiators and people just entered Colosseum. Just just so, just so people who don't know would learn this fact, maybe.
0: Yeah, and, the, and um, they only had sex the during le- the night under complete darkness, so no orgies.
1: Oh. Um, but um, yeah, I guess for me I the don't. least. The, the least believable to me, I guess, because it, it's kind of proof, is that um, the whole, like, uh, Christians being thrown to the lions thing, um, there's no actual proof that it happened, um, that they were actually, like, thrown to lions in the Colosseans. More likely, condemned prisoners were sentenced to death. And that, and then, I, I guess that's probably... But the, the main thing to me is that the idea that the gladiatorial fights were all fights to the death, And because think about it, why would they spend all the money on feeding, housing, and training these guys just to have them killed? They were investments. It was closer to say the idea that they just sent guys out to just kill each other is is ludicrous to me. I think it was much closer to professional wrestling. It was like the lucha libre of the Roman times, um, because these guys were these guys were stuntmen. They were out there, you know, putting on a big show, and. why would you kill these guys that you invested all this time and money into training? So I think it was more like, yeah, like the gladiators would endorse, like, you know, go out into the town square and be like, I am, you know, a the gladiator. And I fight so hard because I drink this olive oil every day and stuff like that. I think it was exactly like that. I don't think it was people killing each other at all. I think they enjoyed the violence, but hey, modern people, we enjoy the violence too. We like, you know, boxing and, and football American football and um you know, professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, UFC type stuff. So I think it was much closer to that than, you know, watching people kill each other for, for fun. Um so I guess that would be the least believable thing for me. Um he asks a, a, a few more questions. Um here's his <laughs> Here's this here's, here's the um here's the more difficult one. Um he also asks uh, Canada and Denmark both lay claim to Hans Island. In the inevitable great war-style conflict that will no doubt occur over this, who do you think will win? So I guess he is asking uh who would win in a war between Canada and Denmark?
2: Russia. As it as it also has claims to Canadian territory.
1: <laughs> uh, does it really? I didn't Oh, because, oh yeah, what, in the like, in the
2: North Pole, in the North Pole, yeah, they they have because there's oil beneath it, so there are actually some serious issues with that one. And uh, Russia is just going to sweep away Denmark's meager claims uh, when it finally decides
1: to battle all of NATO. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay, so uh, and wh- what where do you think uh, who do you think would win in this inevitable um, war between Canada and Denmark?
0: I stand behind the, the communist guy over there drinking beer at 6 in the morning. He's, he's <laughs> right. I think, I
1: think that's a good point because I think if there ever is a World War III, it will be over like global warming, bol- melting the polar ice caps and all that unclaimed land that probably is very oil rich. Everybody's going to scramble to say it was theirs all along. And then and that it's will very, inevitably lead to-
0: With global warming, uh, with climate change, it will be very fertile. As the temperatures rise, yeah. then all of this land will become... Um, I'm not thinking in English. Uh, th- uh, you will be able to cultivate these lands. So then they will be also a source of um, of resources in themselves. So, yeah. Right, but, uh so but, everybody's gonna like
1: yeah. it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a medieval politics and everybody's gonna have a weak claim to press because of this or that reason Crusader Kings the real life <laughs> the real, <laughs> again you know, it'll be real Crusader Kings yeah again everybody's gonna be pre- looking for a casius belli and then looking for hopefully approval for the Pope so he doesn't start handing out excommunications but there is a real. <laughs> Dorky reference for you if you're a Crusader Kings fan. Um, okay, well that was that was a Matt. He also had some stuff for Daniel. We're we're gonna save that. I kind of want to do the show questions this week. Um, so so moving on. Here's what here's a good one again to have um, because a- Anna is here, so we can all uh, show show uh, how cool we are uh, in front in front of a girl like like we do and he and uh, yeah. we have a, a letter here from David. Um, so he, so he says, uh, "You guys like Warhammer." and Christstoffphs referenced the um the Imperial Guard commissars in power armor in some of the first episodes I listened to on the eastern border. And most of my friends who are fellow historians or history enthusiasts also enjoy the setting. So would you mind waxing poetic on why you guys like the Warhammer 40k settings and what, if any reason, you think it would appeal to the historically inclined?
0: Oh, but, but he's not saying appeal oh. to the ladies, right? So <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I don't have to
0: pretend okay, I understood talking, any of this. Talking about the
2: ladies, talking about ladies, I have, I have just a few, few words to you. <clears throat> Battle nuns in power armor in space. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Battle nuns in power armor in space wielding
1: chainsaw swords. Yeah. Aren't and they, bashing they, heretics. Were, were they were they part oh yeah, they yeah, they they were part of the uh the or, they, uh, I was thinking they're part of the Ordo Zeno, but they were more they're part of the uh just the
2: uh Ecclesiarchy, yeah. Yeah, the Ecclesiarchy. yeah, okay. <laughs> so also Holy Roman Empire in space where humanity is just being under, being a, humanity are, are terrible people, and like, like in real life, so humanity is fighting off against everyone, and it's like a massive Holy Roman Empire in space, which is like amazing, and I really love Imperial Guard for the reasons Glenn has mentioned in the, some previous episode. I, I don't remember which one, but he also kind of liked it, so that's why I play Imperial Guard, but I really enjoy the fact that in other settings there are clearly black versus white choices which is, like, unrealistic as in history. Now, in real life, it's more like gray versus black things, sort of. Well, no, Warhammer is mostly black versus all-consuming void of eternal evil and darkness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I kind of, like, I think think if there's one thing a historically, a historian, or a historically inclined person uh, likes doing, it's, it's, uh, constructing the perfect like what if scenario um, so like you know what if this or that like this is why i love like rome total war like europa Barborium, stuff like that cuz i can play things like what if what if the kingdom of bactria had expanded into i don't know spain you know at some point you know and you could you could you could play with that and warhammer 40k is like what if the russian army one world war 2 conquered the world and then conquered space and then and then and then aliens are fighting and then what would what would um the uh, imperiums of man look like if we actually went beyond the stars and then and then what and then i just personally love it cuz i love the idea of like you know using tanks and mortars against elves so <laughs> Yes, I, I burn
2: elves. Also, which is nice, uh, which listeners might, might not uh, know, is that there is a race in Warhammer 40k, which basically come to your planet and, uh, and say to you, hey, want to join us? Oh, no? Then we're going to bomb you, put you in concentration camps, perform forceful sterilization, and do, all, uh, do brain control, and, mind- and like, brainwash you and mind control you. Oh yeah, and they're the good guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, that's the Tao Empire. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Cuz yeah, They the, ask yeah. first. Yeah, the yeah, the Tao Empire are the good guys because uh they will use their superior technology to destroy you in order to create peace. Um yeah. So, um, yeah, you can tell. I could see how impressed Anna is by this. She's yeah. really glad that she did her hair tonight because we were all going to yeah. talk about aliens and
0: whatever forty well, k. I I knew what I was getting into when I did my hair for a Skype <laughs> phone call. Yeah, we, with
1: two, with two huge uh, uh, sci fi nerds here. Um, for the yes, emperor. Yes, for the emperor. Yes. I'm I'm the one here. I'm uh, the
0: one wearing a tiara. Do you think you are the most ridiculous ones here?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'd also like to say that um, if you missed uh, if you missed the LB nights, that you're not a subscriber, um, and admitted to being a big Twilight fan and on <laughs> Team Jacob. So,
0: wait, uh, so which means I have now turned the whole LB team into Team Jacob. <laughs> so,
1: well, yes, I I actually have a Team Jacob collector's cup. I was drinking my <laughs> latte from today that I sent everybody. We'll point that. We'll we'll post that to the Facebook page as well, <laughs> along with Andrew's prom night photos of <laughs> my team Jacob forty four ounce um, cup.
0: Okay, there's an LB, there's a missing LB nights episode where uh, Glenn Kristaps and I became uh, just we turned into such a ridiculous mess that we cannot uh, release that to the public, and I don't know where this is going. This looks like it's going in the same direction.
1: But, no no um, this is this is real this is, this is our party is prom night you know we're going to all dance yeah. to uh we're going to dance to um, Berlin's take my breath away at one <laughs> point and um and crown a king and queen well Andrew i guess is the king and you got the tiara so you can be prom queen yeah. Anna yeah. And, and uh i'll be the guy in the back with my vampire cape spiking the punch i am just What's looking
2: that? for your water supply I don't have oh, any yeah. bottles
1: of Florid with me, but uh, I just want to look for your water supply. So I mean, you have no, I, I, Chris. You were saying that you don't have any prom in in Latvia. So what, well, like, what's like the rite of passage? There's like no school dances or anything over there. Oh no, we we have some
2: school, like official school dances. I don't think so. No. Well, we have this, we have this thing called the the Novakar is like the the badge evening because every class that is the senior class, they order a badge, a pin, or or in the later days a ring, made to them, and that's where they get them, like a special class ring or something. But uh, there are no official dances as as such here.
1: Oh wow! I guess, but I I guess you're just. uh I guess you have to dance only for uh, governmental parade purposes at, <laughs> at certain points. Like you have to just <laughs> you, get to, you get to show up for those.
2: Oh, we, we actually have those. Uh, it's it's less less uh, sad and grim that you expect because we have this uh, huge sing and dance folk dance and, and academical and choir, choir singing festival every four years in Latvia. That's in some UNESCO thing included as well
1: because that's like official. Because dancing's big in Latvia. <laughs> Uh, well, like, what you mean, like the kind of dancing where everybody holds hands and dances in a circle? Kind of dancing? Oh no, 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 not that one. Like all sorts of it. Latvians are are
2: kind of keen on on prancing around and, and while listening to music. I don't do such silly activities. Of course, I'm a serious podcaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would, I would, I would think that would be considered kind of a very bourgeois activity. <laughs> uh, uh, all that frivolous dancing. And you know that that's time that we could spend uh, honoring the state. Um. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not that, but we're we're
2: past we're past those days. <clears throat> uh, we oh, are okay, uh, the, the we are in the civilized world right now.
1: Oh, okay. Like, okay, like Latvia I mean, just
2: joined OECD
1: uh, or O E D C. Uh, I always forget the exact abbreviation. Well, um, the club of cool countries. Oh, the okay. but I mean they don't have they don't have that over in uh, Mexico either, Anna. The prom at, at school?
0: No, no. What what we do for graduations is that uh, you essentially you buy tickets uh, for and then you go with all your family. This isn't like in your school gym or whatever. You with the sale of the tickets you pay for like a like a sit down three course horrible uh, dinner. And um, a ball, a ballroom, and then you have, yeah. I mean, to mine, my parents, my sisters, and my grandmother came with me. So it's like a family affair, and you, um, and then uh, sort of like after dinner, people just, you know, music starts playing. It's it's the same kind of party as a wedding, essentially, uh, as a Mexican so it's wedding.
1: It's more like a. It's more- yeah, it's more akin to like a like a kind of thing. Or, yeah, or yeah, like
0: a, yeah, and it's just like a uh, stupid mu- like whatever's popular. There's n- nothing traditional except for square dancing, which we also do in Mexico, and it's very embarrassing to admit it. And uh, the DJ and whomever you have hired always have like uh, costumes, so they start handing out like uh, hats and wigs and. It turns, it becomes very ridiculous, and then like at four a.m., the chilaquiles come out, just to uh, get rid of your uh, hangover, I guess, and that's how you know uh-huh. the party's over.
2: Uh, I also, uh, do you do? You, by the way, when you speak about the tickets, uh, I don't. Do they pay for like all the meals or something in and there?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the that covers the meal, which is like oh. horrible, you know, like you know, horrible fancy food. And, uh, and like, uh, soda. But if you want alcohol, you bring your own. So then you oh can well. see all the cool parents that have, like, five different, like, 15 bottles of, I don't know, tequila and whiskey and whatever. And then the boring parents, mm. like mine, that just have, like, one bottle of wine. Okay, <laughs> well,
2: uh, in Latvia, it also, you also kind of, the, the senior class, uh, which is graduating, has to give something to the school itself. It's a tradition here. For example, my class kind of a. Uh, Renovated all, all of our sports equipment and then the sports spe- physical education gym class thing. It's kind of a tradition in every class that gives something to the school. You kind of chip in and then you do something for the school. Yeah, too.
0: that's very communist. So I, I, I,
2: I thought it was like something like your tickets.
0: No, no. that You're thinking about communism and working towards a greater good. And thinking about just a stupid party.
2: Greater good is a Tao thing, and being Tao is heresy. <laughs>
1: Oh no! see bring up the forty K references That's how we do here. That's how we're gonna do. Um, yeah, I guess I was. I was. I guess I, I was too punk rock in high school to want to give back um, to the school. I ended up going to the prom because my friend um, had designs on a particular girl, and she would only go to the prom if her best friend got a date. So I kind of got voted to be her date. Valentina, That's why I'm saying is so. that her? Valentina, yes, Valentina. I was her date. And she was a really cute girl, so I was like, all right, you know, it's kind of like um, getting an arranged marriage and finding out that your wife is hot on the day of your wedding, you know. I was like, okay, she's pretty cute. Let's, let's try to make this happen. And then she just kind of ignored me all night. Like, she went to, like, go smoke outside and, you know, snip some nips from the bottle of, uh, you know, alcohol that somebody brought. And then um, and then Wait, was, I'm like, writing this down, Valentina. I will some people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah. See, I think, uh, I, and then I was just like, man, my date ditched me on the prom, so I ended up like dancing with some other girls to those Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys songs um, in the nineties. They only played like terrible nineties music at my prom because you know that's when it was. That's when I graduated. So I'm I'm there, you know, dancing to Sometimes by Britney Spears. And
0: um... okay, so uh, for then, my uh, for this graduation thingy, I was. Sort of the, even though I'm wearing my crown now, uh, I was really antisocial. I mean, I never, I was never like all the other kids. So I had my group of friends and everything. And before this, like whatever package someone had bought also included like a pre-party dinner. We had like one week before that. And I think I went there with uh, some fake like butterfly wings And some very ridiculous, like, clown makeup or whatever, because I was trying to troll everybody, and people hated me for that. Like, all the popular kids hated me for that. Also, um, my class, they all decided to buy, like, a t-shirt saying your name, and I was, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. If you really want, and people, one girl started begging, she begged me to please get a t-shirt. Uh, so that when we took uh, um, the the photo, we would all be wearing the same colors. So I said, okay, fine. And then I went out and I bought my own T-shirt and I painted it with glitter and people still hated me for that. So, um, you know, there are many ways of being antisocial, just so you know. And also I hated those songs. uh, Like I really hated Britney Spears and whatever when it was uh, popular. But after I got into university, I realized they're really fun to dance to. So even though I, I really hated Britney Spears in her heyday, now if I go to a party, I will insist on there being some Britney Spears to dance to and then I'll have a lot of fun dancing to her. <laughs> and if you're saying sometimes, right, I mean, okay. I'm there. Sometimes I cry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, fine. I don't feel so bad about me and Chris talking about Warhammer 40K if you're into both Britney Spears and Twilight, Anna. Um, I don't feel so. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, See? no, I, I do people think I'm, like, stupid for that? I, okay, I love Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep
1: needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. Only at a
0: sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. dot com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chat bot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH onecom dot Love being ridiculous. This is my thing. I love I we, we, yeah, we I know we, you we, know, we, we but friends, and we yeah, you me, know, Amanda. but Come there on, are listeners. Me. There are listeners out there who think I'm really this stupid girl. I'm not. I just love <laughs> trolling people and I love being ridiculous. And also, Britney's really nice <laughs> to dance to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know. See, I, but you see, uh, Chris, Chris already came out as on uh, Team uh, Alucard from Helsing. Was that the name of the anime? Was that yep. called Helsing? Yeah, okay. That was what it was. All right, yeah. So there's your other nerdy reference. I guess uh, it's actually the, from a school. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. But yeah. And, um. Yeah. So um, I guess I guess you could say the overarching thing, uh, dear listener at is that we kind of wanted you to get to know us because we're about to spend the summer deep diving into some topics, and yeah. you know, if you just if you haven't listened to the Eastern Borders or you only heard um, Anna's guest appearances on the show, um, you know that um, you know you kind of just kind of know us in a way but we kind of wanted you to kind of get familiar with everybody because we're going to be doing some you know deep dive topics up here like we have been all of 2016. And to say to get to that point, um Anna is no longer a guest by the way. She is a full-fledged boner <laughs> Is what she has been um she has been um uh, she has been promoted. So she started as <laughs> listener, stalker, guest star. Yeah.
0: Actually I I started official boner. uh 1 year ago. So yay for me! Yeah. This is my anniversary as
1: well. Yeah, it's kind of one, your one-year anniversary yeah, too. It's, and she I sent to, in she, an
0: email where I gushed, and then uh, Glenn made up made fun of me on the air. But uh, I was actually surprised that he read it because the um, like the subject line I just put in uh, pronunciation corrections just to troll him, and uh, he played along, and now we're here. After, I hope Andrew just adds like some nice. Uh, triumphant swelling music at this point.
1: You can't tell me what to do.
2: Oh, and uh, by the way, while we're at the (laughs) listener emails, Glenn, you will be surprised, because I have acquired one as well.
1: Oh, wow. Because from the Bonaparte's...
2: Yeah, uh, it's from a listener called Richard. He basically wrote to me on the Eastern Border Mail, because apparently he found me through here, and he shared, uh, he's from Britain, as far as I get it, and he sent me an interesting story, which, by the way, could be fun, and you could comment on that one. He, he just sent me a story to use in, in the show, and as it's going on the Eastern border as well, so that you guys know what I'm doing. I'm gonna read it here. <clears throat> Here's a story with some evidence I heard at my uncle's house, late 70s. When I was growing up in a fishing port in Northern England, we visited my uncle who had got hold of a bottle of vodka with an unknown label. Only Smirnov existed in the UK then. He was given it by a fisherman. The story goes that the fisherman would buy an old Lada, usually for next to nothing, which (coughs) winch it onto their trawler, then would go out into the North Sea, meet up with a Russian trawler, and swap the car, valued at tens of pounds or at most hundreds of pounds, for crates of vodka, probably five pounds per bottle in UK shops at the time. Because nobody in the West wanted old Eastern European cars. Everybody always wanted to drink. And apparently this guy didn't get to drink vodka. He was about 10 or 11 at the time. But they say the vodka was really strong and good. And he sent it to me because uh, he listened about how hard it was actually to get a car in the Soviet Union. So, But the cars were exported. So if if you so it actually was was interesting because apparently you could use vodka as a universal currency if you had some contacts and you were on a shipping boat or uh, a fishing boat to actually get a car uh, an Eastern European car cheaper for trading it for vodka to the British people and this is what I got because I'm here now.
0: <clears throat> so this is this is That's our a... version of someone spiking the punch. Yeah. I don't know.
1: That, that I I didn't even know that. that that was pretty cool but I mean that that's a cool thing Richard that was cool that was a cool story I didn't even I didn't know about that I guess yeah Russian, I guess I didn't know I guess vodka wasn't Russian vodka probably was hard to come by pre perestroika days um, you I guess you could only get whatever domestic brands I and mean, either the British they just like their gin and their Guinness so I don't know um, but uh, but to that point, though, and that was that was a cool story. And uh, speaking of things that you could export, um, we uh, Anna, I want I'm putting Anna yeah. on the spot here because okay. I want I want I want her to introduce. Uh, when I say she's a full fledged boner, I'm not saying she's going to be on every show with me and Chris, uh, though she still will be making uh, special appearances and working behind the scenes. She is going to have her very own show in oh. the upcoming year. <laughs> Yay. I am putting her on the spot. You were doing it. The first yeah, thing you yeah. ever asked me, Anna, is advice on starting your own podcast. Yeah. After correcting and your
0: pronunciation.
1: At, after correcting my pronunciations. Yeah. And Anna is going to start her own yeah. uh, podcast under our umbrella as sort of, uh, I guess our first boner spinoff, Anna, if you want to announce that.
0: Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like the name Brosavine, so please never stop calling me that. Also, Please keep the "bring Brosophine back" uh, hashtag. Oh no, it's "bring back Brosophine." That's the hashtag. It's "bring back it, Brosophine." Yeah, hashtag "bring back." Yeah, yeah. Um, on Twitter, it even even if I am already back, it fills my heart with joy. So please keep that.
1: up. You, you didn't um, announce what the podcast people, is going to be uh, about. You know?
0: uh, yeah, about. Many things. Me rambling on alone mostly. I don't get the benefit of a ho- of a co-host because I'm selfish. And it's about Twilight. Everything you ever want to know about Twilight or Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> it's the,
1: yes, it's of Fiends, Twilight Britney Spears corner, where she's going to she's going to uh, sing Britney Spears songs and reenact scenes from Twilight for you.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. No, uh, I'm, I I want to do cultural history. So whatever I have been coming on to the shows to do, like um, cultural stuff about the subjects, like I did uh, Moorish Spain, if you want to go listen back to that. And I did the Aztecs, uh, if you want to go listen back to that one as well. And I want to do more of that. So it's not the battles, it's not dates, but it's, it's a small history of stuff. Um, a personal favorite of mine is uh, coffee and how coffee changed the world in the 18th century. And, uh, you know, stuff like that, little uh, trivial histories of food, um, cultural phenomena. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. That's, I If that well, sounds that, exciting that, to you, um, I don't know. I think I can make it fun. It's something I really want to do. It's something I, I know quite a bit about and I will stop bothering these guys in, in the main podcast so come support that so that the main podcast stays uh, trivia free
1: and uh, and we can talk about Warhammer 40k with impunity and yeah. uh, not worry about you not getting our references to the Tau and Tyranids <laughs> and Dark Eldar and you know, the wor-
2: uh, you, Glenn do you know who the worst people on the planet earth are like oh, really uh, the worst. Uh, who's that? Those guys who think Warhammer is ripped off from Warcraft.
1: Oh Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Even
2: yeah, I even yeah, I know to...
0: Warhammer existed for eons before Warcraft came along.
2: Yes. That's why you are not among the worst people on the planet. Earth.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, Warhammer Warhammer's been around <laughs> since like the 80s and War, Warcraft is just like the late 90s. So it's like totally totally biting its flavor. But, um, so we have another, uh, question here from our listener, Gareth. And listen, uh, Gareth is a special guy because Gareth was our first real super fan. And, um, he, he is asking us again, um, he's asking us, um, something very, very pop, um, very very uh, I guess you could say popular in his mind and really no one else's. 'cause we've had no other requests for this besides him. But he wants he asks us, it's been two years and still no Elamites. Um so uh Gareth has been asking us to do a series on the Elamites since the beginning. And um and uh, there and there we go. Uh do you want to do one on the Elamites this year, Christoph? Like,
2: I, I'm gonna have to check the plan, but, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, can... uh, it's, a, it's a great subject. I mean, and if you, if, if, if you have promised something to the people,
1: you know. Uh, to just Gareth, to Gareth <laughs> really, I mean, I guess. It, we can... Dear Gareth, dear Gareth,
2: <laughs> dear Gareth, um, yep. there is a certain possibility that lesser Bonaparte might do a show on Illamites. It may or may not make you happy. <laughs>
0: Uh okay so if this is official then I'm officially writing it in the in the spreadsheet sheet I'm keeping.
1: We do yeah, we do a spreadsheet now. <laughs> We're actually getting organized this year. That was our that was our New Year's resolution for yeah. year three is to actually start getting organized and is uh, Anna's keeping that, that spreadsheet yeah. for us. so Elamites okay we'll do Elamites this year after like the next We have, like, the rest of the summer plan, so maybe that's our fall plan. We'll be Elon lights in there. Um, Okay, so so while
0: I was making the spreadsheet, I realized uh, there are, like, four types of of episodes, uh, which I won't bore the listeners with, but you used to do the one-offs, and uh, that has been traded for the series uh, you do now. And I just want, if if anybody wants to write in uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, email, whatever, uh, what do you think of the one-offs and should they come back? Uh, this is something I was wondering as I was making the spreadsheet. Because series... Oh, you mean like we
1: did, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah because uh, one-offs developed into the the series because uh, sometimes uh, subject is longer than 40 minutes. But the one-offs you did uh, very interesting things like my... Yeah, I think you're... Your brand is based on Alcibiades, a critical douche And that's some, you know, mm-hmm. a, a one-off I,
2: I can sit here for hours And talk with you, Glenn, if you want to <laughs> The length of a single episode Means nothing to me <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the things we've been talking yeah. about for a while. And we are going to start, ex- I think we should start experimenting with uh the longer than one hour episode. Um, we have, we do the Carlin already, but I mean, the one you're talking about like when we did like old doges go to heaven or something yeah. like that, when we did like one subject and one night or like, um yeah reformer a lucky boom boom down <laughs> or something like that um uh, um which is um uh, because you were saying you were saying that your old your all-time favorite title was all doges go to heaven right Anna?
0: yeah every time i look at it i just laugh so much uh, uh, okay
1: yeah my favorite my favorite was a uh, reformer a lucky boom boom yeah down, can you please but, explain I mean, like the reference
0: first- because i was really listening to that today and you joke. You make a lot of jokes about the reference, and I could. I never got it, and I'm so sad.
1: Okay, well, this is this is one of my. This is probably my favorite references that we did. When we promised one reference per year, but technically it's an explanation of a reference. So I'll just say that um, in the early '90s, um, in 1992, I want to say there was a, a Canadian rapper named Snow, and he had a song called Informer. You know oh. it's Informer. You know, i yeah. look Oh, boom oh my boom god, down. you actually
0: understand the lyrics to that? Do you get that? Yeah, them
1: yeah because... you know you, Yeah, we, we we released a we released we released a ringtone of Daniel singing in the chorus um <laughs> like a few months ago. Like uh Informer, you know oh. me Know me someone down yeah. the lane, we step someone down the lane, I'll at boom <laughs> boom down and that was that and then we were talking about the Protestant Reformation, and then I think it was me who said, "Yeah, let's call it reformer." A looky, boom, boom, down, like instead of informer. So, and that was one of our first reviews. Is that um, somebody sent us an email saying, "What is this stupid crap?" I was looking for the song Informer, and I saw you. I found your podcast, Reformer, and it was, it was um But that was one of our first complaints. Our negative email we got was a guy saying that our podcast was stupid. And he, I guess he was so cool because he was looking for snow, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, but in the next year, I mean, uh, we got, we got my, my ultimate too. This is, this is my ultimate plan is that I want to do the ultimate snow reference, and at some point, and I want the listeners to get in on this, either this year or next year. I actually want to have snow on the show, <laughs> and I want to interview him. You think, so you think he's, uh,
0: like you think he's broke or not broke, but. Irrelevant enough that he will take an an Obscurish History podcast?
1: Yes, we're making him (laughs) relevant again.
2: What do you mean, Obscurish, Anna? (laughs) Yes,
1: uh, yeah, Obscurish.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Uh this is the most popular podcast ever. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Chris Debs. Sorry for doubting you. Uh,
1: The best podcast. (laughs) We are the best podcast. Um, and um, and that then and that is I guess looking to the future I guess is to um, I guess to kind of put a nice pin on this one because we kind of wanted I know we're taking a victory lap folks and if this one just wasn't interesting to you Wait, too but bad like,
2: I, have, I have a question I have a question yes. first for you guys um, yes. <clears throat> because uh, I really want like my meager but extremely powerful and best audience on the planet uh, to just get to know you too as much as you the amazing and great Lester Bonaparte's audience uh, will probably get annoyed by my silly voice. And when I do my thick Russian accent, it's, it's fake, so just saying no. But the thing is, I want to ask Glenn and Anna here, because I'm, I'm trying to be proactive or something, but uh, I'm from the Eastern Europe part, uh, as you know. And uh, the question is, do you, like, especially Glenn, because you're... A, you're a tad bit older than me. Uh, Anna is also like a, a year yeah, older. Yeah, one than year, only one year. But, but 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 the question is, when you were like kids and growing up or something, um, do you did you have any ideas and, and thoughts and superstitions and, and about how life here was like in the Soviet Union, Eastern Bloc, all those things? Were there any things you really believed about this part of the world which turned out not to be true or something? Like any any Soviet myths really. As I asked this to the Astonishing Legends guys on my show in an interview and they were like, oh well we don't we don't know. Um, um there was this media stuff. But you know there there must have been some, some legends. I mean there is a reason why people think that in Russia bears drive T thirty four tanks.
1: Well, for me, I guess the one I always heard growing up was like the one like oh you know, people people stand in line for eight hours to get a pair of Levi's jeans. Our stuff being like that, like uh they had to stand in line for everything, oh, you want a loaf of bread, you have to go stand in line for eight hours, oh, you want a pair of jeans, you have to go stand in line for eight hours, and um that seemed always like an exaggeration to me, and um then it turned out know. it wasn't oh, it wasn't, <laughs> oh, that was true huh
2: besides besides about the jeans part, you couldn't what do you mean stand in line for you could get bread, but standing in line for jeans, uh, yeah, no, jeans. Black market only. No lines for that. Extreme amounts of cash. Uh, the average salary of an engineer in the Soviet Union, 120 rubles a month. The average price of a pair of jeans in the black market,
1: 200 rubles. Wow. For a pair of jeans. Okay, so that's even like worse than I imagined it was. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, I mean, like, the only thing I knew about the Soviet Union uh, growing up was what I saw in the movie Red Dawn, really. Because I, like, I really liked the movie Red Dawn. And um, so I thought, you know, the Soviet Union was, like, I used to, like, play Red Dawn with my friends and we, would like, have to shoot the Russians because they were attacking. There was that idea that the Russians could just parachute down any moment. And I don't think that you ever really had that capability. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, paradropping actually was... A, it's an
2: interesting thing. We actually did have that capability. Not in specific targets as you did. But uh, do you know that just before World War II started, uh, paradropping was a major, major governmentally pushed, uh, pushed free time spending activity for school children. <laughs> All the guys in high school and everything, really, there were organized clubs for high schoolers to learn how to paradrop. Parachuting wow. classes everywhere for free. You know why? Is they were kind of preparing just in case uh, war starts, or we need to hmm, say um, backstab someone after they uh, backstab someone because we don't expect them to backstab us. Just so we could mobilize a whole bunch of paratroopers and they would have all the basic training already. Paratropping was massively influential uh, during the early World War II, previous to the World War II era. Stalin, Stalin made sure that. Uh, Stalin made sure that the scob- hobbies of the school children would be beneficial
1: to the military power of the state. See, it gets worse. I mean, Anna, did you have any?
0: Well, I was born as the wall was falling. Um, so, But I come from a family of uh, pretty leftist people. Um, my grandfather, uh, whenever like, he gave to all his older grandchildren like small pictures of Karl Marx, And um, I didn't get one because he died before I came of age, but um, so it's very surprising to me that it's quite the opposite that um, it's very surprising to find that communism or socialism wasn't as idealistic as the uh, Latin American intellectuals make it out to be and still very hard for me to listen to any criticism of socialism or whatever. Even though I didn't live uh, through that uh, through the Cold War, it's very hard. Like when people criticize that, I immediately go and like, "Oh, that's like capitalist propaganda." Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the other side of the coin. All the people. So today I I met with a friend, and his dad was uh, an important member of the Communist Party in in the north of Mexico, and that's that's sort of like. Uh, these idealistic people that I grew up uh, amongst, uh, that are or my parents and were my grandparents, were okay, fine. We're not go- we're not leaving our countries to go uh, to Mother Russia, but we still think that communism and socialism is like the shit.
2: So, well, uh, the thing is, for one, Karl Marx specifically, he was a bit of an asshole actually, because <laughs> he specifically wrote and mentioned that. <clears throat> Yeah, this this uh, socialism thing, it can work in developed countries. Oh, Russia? No, no, no. Uh, if, you, if you're going to do it in Russia, you're going to screw it up. The Russians are the people who will totally have to go through a lot of stages. Russians will never have proper socialism, ever. He really hated the Russians, by the way, which is interesting. Also, one thing about Marx is that he wrote about workers' armies, in his own words. Basically, uh, his idea of socialism is not what's happening here in Europe, because even though we came out of the Soviet bloc, we're you, most Americans, would call this way more socialist, because I'm moderate right-wing in Latvia. In America, that would put me about on the same level as Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Sorry for <laughs> mentioning politics, Glenn, but the, this is just a, right. not discussion uh-huh. of it, it's just a <laughs> thing. But Karl Marx basically wrote that um, he wanted to eliminate the institution of family. He said that workers, all sorts of workers, should live in communal barracks, there should be no family, and kids should be raised by the collective. Which also kind of happened. But, yeah, that thing which happened in the USSR, it wasn't exactly socialism as much. It just ended up being the dictatorship of the bureaucracy. Hey, now now we've made this show relevant to the Eastern Border listeners. Too. And, and political, which invest- is
0: uh, Glenn's favorite thing to do. Make the show political. Oh,
1: yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, very, I'm
2: very sorry. I'm very sorry, Glenn. I uh, <laughs> apologize and... and no, no, you, you don't you, have to. You, you can actually cut this part out if you if you want to. No,
1: no, 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 no. This is this is an informal episode we're doing. Just I mean, this is this was one for the hardcore fans, and they understand. Okay, um, but, it, but if
0: Kristaps can do his bit, and before I know, you're trying to uh, wrap this up, Glenn. So I'm 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 stopping you. If Kristaps can do his bit, then <laughs> then let me do mine about um, let me gush about the lesser Bonapartes. Wait, right, um, and
2: Glenn should do that one too, and give give us questions as well. Because you know what? Let's Let's make it a bit longer, okay? It doesn't <laughs> matter at this point. Glenn's asleep. It's morning for me. And hey, it's morning for me, but you guys, it's late at, late at night for you.
0: Yeah, I, I could totally go to a party just like this.
1: Well, yeah, hey, Anna wants to gush. So yeah, I'll let always me gush
0: to as, as, the, as the representative of the people here or whatever. Um, so what happened? I was listening to another, I think, uh, Twilight Histories and then uh you guys came on uh both glenn and dan and they they made like their their bit and i thought uh it was like that time of my life when i thought i don't have enough podcasts in my life so i i looked them up and i don't i sort of like uh scrolled around chose a couple like what sounds interesting to me are you
2: saying we have a podcast gap we must close the podcast gap.
0: <laughs> no, no, there are many podcasts, but you know, you download like two or three, and you you, you just like check them out, and then at some point you're an, you're an out of episodes, so then you you want to uh, please stop making podcasts uh, as someone who is about to start making their own. But uh, and then I just uh, what I liked in that intro was the that you were funny, and then I started listening. I don't remember which one is the first episode I listened to, but I know that I felt I fell in love. Like, okay, so when you call Alcibiades a critical douche, that's, you know, and that's episode number one. It's no longer available in iTunes, uh, for any listener who wants to look that up, because iTunes limits the number of of available episodes to 100. Uh, But uh, it's there online, and it's I mean, it's everybody. It's everything uh, that you you know and love about the lesser Bonapartes, but it's right there from the start. They are uh, criticizing this guy called uh, Alcibiades from ancient Greece, who's supposed to be like this hero, and they're just calling him a critical douche. And it was amazing, but uh, but like, there's a point where where Glenn just sighs and he says, "Rome never fell," and I can hear it in my mind right now. I tried looking for it today, I couldn't find it. Maybe I'm making it up. But after that, you know, I, I fell head over heels for the podcast. And uh and they're amazing. And they actually opened even though Glenn uh there was a point where in on every episode Glenn said, If you don't uh don't write in with uh, pronunciation suggestions. If you uh if you wanna if you don't like how I pronounce it, lick me. These are exact quotes. And I sent in an email uh, with the subject title, uh, pronunciation corrections, and he opened it. <laughs> and he read it, and uh, he criticized me for gushing. Uh, well, he made fun of me for gushing, and then they took my Aztec uh, Empire suggestion. And and they're amazing. They really are amazing. And, okay, Dan's gone, but the spirit of the podcast is still here. It's It's the... It's a very funny what I like about it is that it's really funny, but it still gets uh the facts right it's still it's still informing and educational or whatever, but it's still funny um and uh especially in the first episodes, they're very uh afraid to do this, but they do it anyway like they they compare things to in the like in history to the modern world, and that makes it really obvious but it's a way to get the point across and it's i don't know they're doing something i haven't seen anywhere else which is uh not take their subjects seriously but still you know do them correctly and i don't know i just love them and i'm really happy that i get to be in the private facebook chat where we send each other pictures of jacob (laughs) and uh yeah i mean just yay and you know one year later i'm here i'm gushing Look at me. Ah, you see?
2: Uh, Aztec, Aztec, Aztec series was the first ones I listened to
1: by the way.
0: I, yeah, I actually
2: was... uh, had for some older episodes where the sound where you were actually lesser bonaparte used to be really quiet so um an advice here if you're a new listener uh, you can just download audacity it's a free program <laughs> and if you get the older episodes just import them and amplify especially the crusades
1: ones. Well, I i mean, yeah, I just, I didn't know what that, we didn't know what the hell we were doing when we started, and we've learned how to make podcasts. Two years in, I think we kind of almost know how to do it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Ed, see, and Anna can still gush, and it can still be my biggest fan, <laughs> even though we have become great friends, and I yeah. still like to think of you as Beneath, I still like to think of you as Beneath me. Yeah, you are beneath <laughs> I am, me, I am. No, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, the hashtag team jacob
1: Wait,
2: don't, don't don't call anna big
1: glenn <laughs> oh no no, no 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 i just no no i just uh no i just uh hey it, it's it's great um and see dreams do come true you can actually be cool enough to be my friend
0: yeah you listen to the show <laughs> yes. oh, <yeah>. it's amazing
1: <laughs> no no no, no, it's great, and I mean, I, I, you know, it's just as we, as we said, you know, this episode was going to be about looking forward. Um, I couldn't be any happier to be able to move forward with a better group. We got Andrew, who hopefully right now is. Uh, is don't say, it, don't say it.
0: I'm, 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 <laughs> covering my ears. I'm humming.
2: Friendship is magic, and magic <laughs> is heresy.
1: Is there? Oh, yeah, it is. It is, but we could we could I could've asked for a better group. I mean, during a time when I didn't know if the show was gonna be able to continue, uh you guys stepped up and uh now I feel like we could go forever and uh and uh, I do. I, I love you guys, and I can't wait to do the, yeah. our new episode. Okay, okay. And, let, let me uh, gush a little year. bit more.
0: Let me gush a little bit more. Something just—I <laughs> just remembered something. Okay, so when I first came uh, on, this is to be do, a, long, yeah, show, guys. a long show. this will go on forever. This uh, will go on forever. When I came, when I first came on to the Aztec episodes, we were just chatting a little bit before we started recording, and uh, I said, "Like, uh, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you because I don't have anybody to talk to about uh, history in my life." And this is, I think this is what makes uh, the lesser Bonaparte special is that uh, that's the feeling uh, it had with Glenn and Daniel and, um, and it's still the same thing that's going on with, with Chris, which is very amazing that that's still there. And I hope you guys feel it when I'm, uh, I mean, the listeners feel it when I'm uh, here, but it's, you know, it's just two or three very nerdy dudes talking to each other about history And just making each other laugh. And it's like, you feel you are among friends when you're listening to a podcast. And this is what makes it really special and really cool. And why I'm so happy to be here gushing uh, with my tiara on, with my hashtag Team Jacob thing on. And you got, you got,
1: you got, you got to take a selfie that we can put on the uh, the yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah. page. <laughs> I want every, I want everyone to see your, your, your get up. Cause I don't think they'd believe it unless they saw it. Cause you know, we're theater of the mind here and they like to think that, you know, we're just making this up, but we actually are dressed in how we said we were. Chris is wearing a suit. And oh, that with a really nice tie.
0: Black and white tie. He's full black. Okay, yes. do I do, I do he looks the very handsome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he looks very handsome. Yes.
0: Black and white uh black tie with my uh Flor lis Yeah, with time. white uh, details, appliques. Uh Glenn oh, is wearing a metal t shirt and on top of that his vampire cape. And uh, yes. <laughs>
2: Glenn probably hates us now for just uh, talking about nonsense for so long. and and
0: I'm wearing a a dress. I'm wearing a dress I stole from my little sister. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. uh, So um. And a tiara from my
0: from my private collection. I do collect tiaras. (laughs)
1: This is this is this is for the hardcore fans. So I understand if you wanted to go listen to something boring, you know, like a a twenty-minute episode with fifteen minutes of commercials of uh, (laughs) stuff you miss in history class, but um. But uh, this is we we wanted to thank you guys and we wanted everyone to get to know us because we're gonna dive deep, folks. We got some deep dives coming up. We got Carlin's coming up. We got LB Knights. We got Anna's show coming up. Uh, we got Ed, we got Andrew telling us all about his.
0: <laughs> got, no, no, no! no. <laughs> just, uh, headphones are coming it, pro- off. It'll blend. probably be
2: with a sponge. I, I vote that uh, he gets it with a sponge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that and um, we got all kinds of great, and we, we're 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 glad you're listening to this too. Um, this has grown far beyond my wildest dreams. I mean, the first month of podcasting, we, like I remember, like days where like we'd get two downloads, and um, and now you know it's blown up beyond my wildest dreams. So, if you, and again, if you are a Carlin subscriber, if you are the one, five, or ten dollars on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash The Lesser Bonaparts, which still exists and is still going to have all that great content. We're working on new uh, swag. We're working on t-shirts. We're working on all that. Uh, people have just sent us emails, and we liked their um, we liked their t-shirts design so much we're making their t-shirt for them. That's www.lesserbonapartes at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. at. The conversation, watch, uh, the conversation
0: with Brosophine is on Twitter. I'm
1: just plugging myself. You can watch the conversation with Brosophine. You can talk to uh, Ana Laura directly on Twitter because she's always bugging us, uh, telling yeah. us everything we got wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, I
0: like to pretend we, we don't know each other yet, so I can still have my Twitter. Yeah, we don't
1: <laughs> Let's excite your Twitter corrections. Don't forget to listen to Christoph's Eastern Border podcast. That is not stopping because he is now a lesser Bonaparte. I cannot stress that enough. Eastern Border is continuing, correct Christoph?
2: Yes, and all of my Eastern Border listeners, um, yeah, as you might have noticed, this show has a bit of a different format than what I do, and uh, I would really love that you would check out this show as well. Because, yeah, like, like, uh, I said in the beginning, I'm going to be posting this on the Bar as well, because I think that the proletariat of all countries should unite <laughs> yeah. in listening to great podcasts, obviously. Great. Also, great. Wh- 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 while I still uh, have a hold of the microphone, Glenn, you seriously cannot imagine how much we appreciate you and your talent and what you're doing here and what you've done with the show. And I'm very honored to be here. Um, I have this, these huge shoes to fill and um, I'm a huge fan of this show and and I really wanted to say thank you for just just continuing and carrying on and and picking me for for being your co-host. I really appreciate that and I'll do my best. And that goes to all of your listeners out there cuz um if you if you have any any things that you want me to do differently or or that you have any recommendations feel free to mail Glenn. <laughs> Ma- mail Glenn those, okay? <laughs> All, uh, cause all, I still have yeah. listened but but I'm really a huge fan, and i well, I hope the listeners know that we'll try our best to make this show worthwhile and and that we're gonna carry on, and I hope I will manage because oh my God, I suck so bad right now
0: <laughs> no, that was well, very and that, and sweet I'm about to cry uh, really uh,
1: yeah shoot cry well take that selfie before you ruin your makeup yeah. uh, with uh with all this crying and then um but um and um, in that spirit um, we are going to have Daniel will be on the show next week for part two of the Boner Prom our special we've gone on so long here we have to split this in two parts Daniel will be back for his final roast so this is your last chance before next week if you're listening on the date of release to send in those emails at ww at at gmail.com to let us know anything you want to ask Daniel, any fanfic that you would like Daniel to star in, please remember Anna is strictly off limits for fanfic. Thank you. Um, but but Jacob yes, is she, Jacob
0: <laughs> is still there if you want to use him.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. You can't you can't put either of us on team Jacob in the biblical sense if you like. <laughs> um, um, and for for the for the uh, for the amusement of Anna. Um, and then um, she, can, she can do that. And um, we will see you next time with the uh, part two of our special 100th episode slash two-year anniversary slash forward slash goodbye Daniel event. Until then, we are the Lesser Bonaparts. From here on out, I'm Glenn. With me, as always, is Chris. Happiness is mandatory. До <laughs> and, and the wonderful Anna Lauda.
0: Um, oh hey, grenades! <laughs> I, I'm trying how to how make did that, that How did that
1: become your, your 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 tagline? I just said it randomly. I yeah, think. it's very
0: it's very yeah. funny, but I need a tagline.
1: <laughs> oh hey, grenades is perfect. Um, yeah. Until then, we will see <laughs> and we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip.